Hey, this is Dana Miette, and you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide Podcast. If you want the real long version of what this podcast is about, go on over to the first episodes, but I'm going to keep this short and sweet now that we got a couple episodes under our belt. This podcast is made for teens, but it's really welcome to anyone who wants to learn more about their faith as we tackle the tough topics about life. If you have any topic requests, please email me at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. Any Bible will do, but if you want to follow along what Bible I will be reading out of, it will always be the New American Standard Bible. May God bless you, and I cannot wait to start this journey with you. What's up, guys? I hope you're doing well. Our topic of the day is called Escaping the Drama. And as always, let's start with a prayer. Father in heaven, we love you so much, God. Thank you for forgiving us of all our sins, giving us unconditional love when we don't deserve it, Lord, and helping guide us to be more like you, Lord. The world doesn't always do things the way you would do them, Lord. We pray that through scripture, through your wisdom, through the Holy Spirit leading us through our lives, that we find a way to combat those fleshly desires to do things that are not of your will, and instead to do the right thing because you consider it the right thing, Lord, not worried about what other people think, but only worried about what you think, Lord, and what is right and what will give people dignity. We pray you open our hearts and our minds today to your word and that you help us be more like you with each and every breath we take. Protect our friends, protect our family, and just thank you for all you've done, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. So, escaping the drama. I don't know about you, but there is always drama. And just a side note, just in case you hear him, although he is being a champ, I have my recently third born who is a boy little cute little baby who is a couple days old and he's in his swing taking a nice little nap but in case you hear a cute little baby that would be why because God always gives us time but it doesn't always come you know perfect and convenient a lot of people say how do you get done what you get done I say God makes a way um but it might not always be perfect like I said he's in a swing while I'm doing a podcast but he's rocking and rolling and God has given me this time and I thank him but in case you hear him that's what you hear back to the top escaping the drama no matter where you no matter what you do, um, especially when you're in high school, but even as you uh, work in a workplace, no matter where it's at, there's always going to be drama. And it's tough as a Christian to deal with this drama because we know, even if you don't know specific verses, that the Bible kind of tells us, you know, to not gossip, to not judge, and, you know, not talk bad about people. And so what happens is, you know, you want to do what God says, but at the same time, especially at work or in friendships or, you know, in high school and stuff, trying to fit in, we, we want to be socially accepted we don't want to make big waves and so we kind of sometimes avoid the topic um and we rationalize it, it kind of like i talked about with white lies a lie is a lie and so i'll say all the time you know we'll say oh it was a white lie no big deal but a lie is technically a lie same thing if you maybe aren't the person starting the drama but you're tolerating the jo- drama you're um letting it happen in front of you and you're just kind of like well i didn't start it it's not my fault um it reminds me like we talked about you're kind of being like Pontius pilot um, Pontius Pilate said, well, I didn't convict Jesus. I think he's innocent. I don't think he should die, but you say this and you say this and Jesus, you're not really helping me. So I guess it's okay. And although Jesus does point out he had the lesser sin because the other people were the ones pushing, he still was sinning. He still was falling short. So when we do those things of avoidance instead of, um, you know, standing up or doing something about it, it's still falling short and it's a balance and it's tough because, you know, you want 
want to do what's right as a Christian, but you also do have things to worry about, like your job and your income and your family and those things. And so it's finding that balance. And same thing in high school. You know, you want to stick with your friends and you love your friends. And, you, and you know, you play sports with these people and you just love them. They're like your little family. And so you don't want to disappoint them and you don't want to go against them. And it's not even that you're trying to go against them, but you're also trying to figure out where you fall in your identity for Christ. And if you should say something or if you should just let it go. And like I said, a lot of times we think, okay, well, I'm not doing the drama and I might even walk away from the drama. Um, so I'm okay. But you know, we are called to be set apart. We're called to be different. Unfortunately, we're called sometimes to suffer and have sacrifice, um, for things that are right. So first we're going to talk about what kind of Bible verses. <coughs> and guys, I just kind of looked these up. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Sometimes I know them off of memory. Sometimes I don't. This one, um, this little Bible portal had this great couple Bible verses on gossip and judging and kind of that kind of topic. So I just wanted to share some that they had. Um, Ephesians 4:29. let no corrupt speech proceed out of your mouth, but such as good for edifying as they may need be. Uh, sorry, Ed, let me start over. Let no corrupt speech proceed out of your mouth, but such as is good for edifying as the need may be, that it may give grace to them that hear. So the Bible is calling us to watch our speech, make sure it's not corrupt, and the only thing is to edify it to help give grace to the people who hear. So again, you shouldn't be talking bad about somebody, but you also should be kind of showing the person that maybe is talking bad about them. You don't want to disrespect them either, but you know, show them, model for them, you giving grace as well. Although it's talking about you giving grace to them, it also makes me think about the fact that we can model how you're giving grace to the the person who's being gossiped about or whatever drama is going on, because we all know no matter what kind of drama it is, it all always involves around a person. And next we have Proverbs 16, 28. A perverse man scatters abroad strife and a whisper separates chief friends. So again, when you're going around and you're you're entertaining this drama or you're talking bad about somebody, it's just going to put strife. It's going to separate close friends. Um, even if you don't mean to. I know one time I was just talking shop um, and I wasn't talking bad about the person, but I just got into talking. And what happens is when you start gossiping and you start talking even if it wasn't supposed to be negative I started to brag and what I didn't realize was I was telling people information that um, a person can find in me and it was all because I was just trying to be involved in the conversation and proud of the friendship and all these things and you just kind of get taken away so what the Bible's trying to teach us is that we have to watch what we say we have to really guard the words that come out of our mouth think about if Jesus did this think about if he went talked about all the times his disciples failed him or was talking bad about the Pharisees. Now, did he confront the Pharisees and say their way was wrong? Yes. But he never tried to, you know, gossip and go behind people's back. He always confronted them personally um, and did it only when they questioned him um, in that way of assertiveness. And he, of course, made sure the words he was using weren't corrupt, you know, disrespectful words. Um, Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 says this, There are six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deceives wicked plans, feet that are swift and running to evil, false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. So again, although I will say this one's more talking about the person who maybe is doing it out of talking and causing drama out of pride, or they might even be lying, or just, you know, bearing false witness. But it also says, and one who sows discord among brethren. And so when you are listening to the drama in high school, and you are allowing someone to belittle another person 
and spread maybe their business, even if it is true things, um, when they're spreading their business and we're just allowing it to happen, you know, these are the things that the Lord hates and it's discord, it is discording conflict among people. And so when you allow it to take place and when you allow it to take root, instead of trying to combat it, it can really completely change someone. Um, and so that is why we have to, you know, take a stand and we'll talk about how we're going to do that after we get through a couple more verses. First Timothy 5 through 13. And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things what they ought to not. So again, he's, you could read the whole thing in context, but again, they're saying things they shouldn't, and they're gossiping and all those things. He's pointing those things out about people who are not following what God calls us to do. Proverbs 26:20, where there is good no, ugh, sorry y'all, where there, where there is no good wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no tailbearer strife Jesus. So if you don't fuel the fire, fire's gonna go out. Think about that one. Isaiah 11, 3. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. So again, we are not the judge. We should not be entertaining this drama, and we should not be judging someone. So if we're not judging them, we shouldn't be participating in the judgment of someone else if someone is starting drama or gossip about them. And then finally, James 4 through 11. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. And again, over and over and over and over in the Bible, it tells us not to judge. Um, I just re- recently watched The Shack, um, which is a powerful movie, and it had a point in the movie where um, the wisdom asks the guy um, to decide between his two kids. He says, okay, you be God today. You're going to be the judgment. And he put both his kids next to each other, you know, a picture of the kids. And she said, um, all right, you decide. One has to go to heaven and one has to go to hell. And they list the things that made the kid, you know, a bad person, like their sins, you know, like this one lied to you about this and this one has been mean to you about that and all these things. Well, obviously the father loves both his kids. So even though they let him down, he still loves his kids. So if he really had to make that decision between who goes to heaven and hell, he couldn't actually do it. He loves them both. He didn't want to be the judge of that situation. And so he doesn't judge it. He says, instead, take me. And that's exactly what our father does. Um, He doesn't want us to be the judge because first of all, we're all guilty. Second of all, he loves us all. So he wants us to be redeemed. So even that person, even if they did start drama or even if they, you know, deserve the gossip in your eyes, doesn't make it okay for us to do it and to judge. Because at the end of the day, we all sin. We all fall short. We all make mistakes. And so we cannot judge because when we judge that way, we will be judged that way. And I don't want to be judged by humans. I want to be judged by the father who says that although I fall short, although I was still a sinner, although I don't choose him, you know, as long as I repent and believe the gospel, he died for me before I was even born. He knew my biggest sin and he chose to come to this earth as Jesus Christ and die anyway. So we are called not to judge. So how on earth, I just gave you all these Bible verses, like you're probably like, Dana, what on earth? You just spit out a million Bible verses. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, Obviously, we always want to relate things back to scripture, but it's just to prove the point that God calls us time and time again. Um, and there's more Bible scriptures on comparison too, but to not judge and to, to watch what we say and to escape the drama, whether it be, you know, drama of a, a breakup or drama of such and such lost their job or, you know, they did this or did that or they cheated on their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever drama it may be or, oh, why did this person get the job over this person or I hear this person 
person's about to get fired if you're talking about you know adulthood things like that it doesn't do any good or this person said this did you hear that they called and told this person this or oh did you hear about that text or that video that they sent to such and such all those things just makes this drama that takes away that person's dignity even if it's true and even if they did it and even if in your eyes they deserve that um condemnation god came to this world and told us we are set apart and even if you think they deserve it you are not the judge because you didn't deserve his redemption either we are called to love not to gossip and drugs so judge so how do we escape this drama okay so first thing i like to do is you know it and it depends on your relationship with the people obviously if you just met them it's a little bit more difficult but at the same time if you just met them then you probably don't care for them on a level you care for like your friends and family so that might make it easy too so the first thing i like to do is i like to phrase it and take a stand if it's someone that i don't know um and so i'm a joker and i do care what people think um so sometimes when i phrase it you know it comes out goofy like oh this is too much drama for your mama or something ridiculous like that or i just try to you know change the subject or things like that um but i try to phrase it in a way that takes a stand however when people know me it's a little different approach so when people know me they should know the real me right and they should know the real you so they should see that gossip doesn't fit with your lifestyle so a lot of times i will tell people i really don't want to get involved i feel like if if i tell you what someone else told me then i'm breaking their trust and (coughs) and then if i entertain this like i feel bad because i like this person or that kind of stuff so i'll phrase it in a way and i'm not saying people don't get mad we'll get to that in a second but i'll phrase it in a way that pretty much says i don't feel comfortable talking about this y'all know how i feel i just kind of like want to love everybody and think good of everybody i really don't want to be involved um and so every time i get kind of pulled into drama i give a very blanket answer and say i really don't want to get involved and what i usually do is i pull out these two things to kind of help me with it one like i said i tell them i really don't want to be involved i feel bad as a christian kind of talking about people um or you know telling people what other people said even though they told me it i still feel wrong and then the other thing i do um that tends to help is and i know it sounds goofy and some people are like you really do this but god teaches us to be humble um i'm prideful but he teaches us to be humble so humble so what i try to do is i try to identify and discuss my flaws to remind others that we all fall short so when they are talking about you know this person did this and i'm like well i've never done that but i've broken someone's trust before or i hurt someone i've loved or oh i've got anger that <laughs> you would not believe so i could see how that can make them angry and so i try to relate and i try to point out my flaws just to bring back that reality that we all fall short and also to take the light off the person that the drama is being spread about and put it on me because i'm doing it i'm sacrificing myself in order to help someone else's reputation um and that might not be a route people like to go but it gets the drama off them it gets the gossip off them and again most of the time it encourages other people to do the same too just like jesus said when um they were trying to throw the stone at the woman you know he said he who has not sinned cast the first stone he called to mind their sins um i try to be careful not to call them on others sins because obviously then that puts kind of like this confrontation on you um unless it's someone real close with me sometimes i'll do it and be like okay yes they did this but remember you fall short too um but most of the time i just put it on me and the number one thing is and it's hard is to be okay with accepting the backlash so there has been times where people have asked me point blank what someone else said and i said i didn't want to get involved and i said you can go ask them if you want to go ask them but this person told me this and so out of respect for them i don't want to get involved and i've had some looks i've had some 
people mad. And I apologize. I said, look, I'm sorry. You know, I care about you. you know, I love you. And I'm not trying to keep this from you. I'm just trying to not get involved in their situation and spread it more. Yes, this person told me, but just because they told me doesn't mean I want to spread it more. It's not that I'm trying to hide something from you. It's not because you're involved in any way. It's because I am personally trying to not continue the drama that I feel should not be there. Because like I said, guys, we all fall short and all drama does, it doesn't fix the confrontation. It just fuels the fire. It puts more wood and so it burns more. When you step away from the fire and you don't put more wood on the fire, instead you remove the wood from the fire. Um, And again, I'm not just talking about passively removing yourself because if you're in the middle of a drama conversation and you just walk out, does the conversation stop? No, it's removing that conversation from the area and trying to get them to focus on something else to save someone's dignity. Because let's face it, most of the time drama is because of somebody made a mistake or it's a temporary fight and we wouldn't want things to be out there about us that should be short-lived and will phase out. So we should not do that to others either. So just a recap, God calls us to kind of stay away from drama, to talk about others, to control our tongue. Um, So what I like to do is I like to phrase it in a way where I'm taking a stand and people know that I'm not okay with it. Um, I should have established who I am as a Christian to where people should know that, you know, I truly, genuinely care and love everyone so they could see that the gossip doesn't fit with my personality and so that should help them realize why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, I point out my own flaws to remind others we all fall short and to kind of take the fuel off the fire and put it on me instead to hopefully help them defuse it and then again being okay with accepting the backlash you get for not being involved and usually guys it's temporary um i'm not saying that following jesus is not a sacrifice and you know sometimes it might bite you in the butt by doing it you might lose friends but you will you won't lose the right friends if that makes sense people who truly understand what it means to be a christian eventually in time even if it's not not right away will understand the reasons for your actions um the right people will choose you and forgive you for not just following the ways of man and actually will respect you for it and the ones that do go away from this and the job opportunities or friendships or sports team friends that you lose along the way because of it just remember that you might love that relationship there's relationships i lost that i absolutely love and i miss so much but no relationship is more important than your relationship with god he will never leave you he will never forsake you he's never going to start drama about you or talk bad about you um and if they're that in to it then guess what they probably will talk about um you as well so instead we pray for them um and we just do our best to step up to the drama and be a follower of christ i hope that helps god bless have a good one